everyone, and welcome back to Zing This. Yes, we are back after a short hiatus and possibly going into another one. Ah, just kidding, we'll be back for a while again now, but you got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And you got me, Berg. So, before we get into the topic everyone has probably read, I've got some news topics I want to cover real quick. Real quick before we get into it. First one's first. How long can a Mortal Kombat game go without resetting its universe? Apparently two games, I think it's been, since they reset it. And now it's been reset again. To Mortal Kombat 12 being Mortal Kombat 1. Eric, have you seen the trailer for this? I have. It's very cinematic. Very cinematic. Uh, Too cinematic, almost. Like, I I was like, "Mm, I'm skeptical. But Ellie. Yes. Your thoughts. About. The, the, Mortal the Mortal Kombat? Kombat. Mortal Kombat 1. The trailer looks cool, but I won't play it. See, that's the thing. But, that, but, but that's because I don't, I, just, I don't play those kind of games, so it's nothing against the franchise. I, I just, I'd rather see an animated TV show off of that. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yes. Um, my thing is this, though. Apparently, apparently, the, DL, the first DLC pack leaked. By accident on some website. And one of the two of the characters were Homelander and Omni Man. Yeah. And, and oh, wait, oh, I didn't see the Omni Man one. Yeah, I, I swear it said Omni Man. I I saw I saw uh Homelander and um uh, what's his name? John Cena's Peacemaker. PC character. Peacemaker. Uh, Peacemaker, yeah. I yeah. didn't see and I was actually thinking, you know what would be awesome having Omni Man in there? Well, that just answers my my prayers. That's awesome. Well, that's supposed to be what's supposed to be it. And I'm like, interesting. So while they've reset the universe, they're still sticking with the over-the-top additional characters. Here's my thing. Do I own some of the Mortal Kombat slash Injustice games? Yes. Yes. (laughs) But in my opinion, it's better to wait for them to be like the full package. So you get like everything. I'm interested to see where they go with this because, I mean... Am I good at fighting games? No, I'm not. Like, I, I will 100% admit I'm not good at them. Are you a spammer? Depends on the game. Okay. Dep- so, some of them have actual strategy to them. Other ones, I feel like you can smash buttons and still accomplish okay. the same thing as somebody who's, like, a trained professional. But, like, do, being able to do, like, some of the crazy, like, stuff I've seen people do, like, in Street Fighter, I'm nowhere close to that. I do like fighting games. But I am not good at them. Eric, your opinion on fighting games that are not Smash Brothers. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm exactly where you are. Like, I am not good at them. But I think having come up in the gaming landscape of the 90s during the heyday slash birth of the fighting game genre, they're just kind of part of my gamer DNA. So I still enjoy playing them. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I grew up playing Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, and I always look forward to a new one, and especially Mortal Kombat. I think Mortal Kombat has almost got a Smash Brothers thing now where everyone's like, who's going to be the guest characters? Yeah. Um, so, and I think because they're not limited to video game characters like Smash Brothers, there's there's so much, there, there's such a wider audience of, of things that could old characters from to bring to Mortal Kombat and I'm just like alright who were some ultra violent characters in pop culture who would be amazing for this game um, 
And actually, before I, this had even, because a couple weeks before this was announced, there was rumors started kind of spreading online. And uh, actually, our, our with our friends over on Secret Levels for the uh, their their Discord Inferno, I posed the question of uh, in the next Mortal Kombat game, who would you like to be uh, a guest a guest character? And this was before all this came, and I even had Omni Man and lander on my list to talk about but it sounds like that might be happening so uh, i'm gonna have to go with my third uh character suggestion which is inspector gadget i you know as terrifying as that is i'd love to see it (laughs) see i'm trying to okay yeah this one says quan chi omni man ermac peacemaker tacta and homelander is what ign is saying for the first combat pack <laughs> combat pack. I'd so, also love if they make another injustice to put all, also put Homelander and Omni Man in that. That'd, that'd be, be fun. But I don't know where they are on that right now. Yeah, who knows? Can I, mean, I just speak knows? on fighting games for a second? Go ahead, Ellie. I would love to hear your opinion. That is not sarcasm. I honestly want to hear it. So here's the thing. Kinda and it kinda made me think for a second, like when Eric said he kind of was like it's in his blood. He he was raised on fighting games. I actually used to play fighting games all the time, um, but I was on the opposite spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Tekken, and you're I played, one of those. Yeah, people. and I played Soul Calibur. Oh, the technical fighter. I love Soul Calibur back in the day. Um, I, and but I think kind of so a little mix of both of you. I kind of um. I like to play them. I'm just, like I said, I'm not very good at them. So I seem to be the smasher. Mm. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, am I cheating? Is that cheating? Um, I don't know. But like with Soul Calibur, my favorite parts of the game were like the RPG elements. Like, you know how some of the Soul Calibers later on had the like, it was yeah. like that progression kind of... <sighs> Do you know what I'm trying yeah, to talk about? Yeah, I, I know which one you had, like about. missions and yeah. that kind of thing. Mortal Kombat and DC kind of did. I mean, Do Mortal they? Kombat and Injustice kind of have these like little things where you have like missions or you have to okay. do certain tier fights and stuff. Yeah. It's- so I mean, I, I don't want anybody to think I don't like them. I'm just not very good at them. So I just kind of over the years, I just you know kind of gravitated more towards role playing. But but I I did used to play them a lot. All right. We could go into favorite character that was introduced. I mean, favorite, um, oh, bonus character or whatever, special character for Mortal Kombat and be here for days. Or we could mention the best Soul Calibur character that they, I mean, fan service character they added. I'm not getting the term right for this ever, and I'm just going to keep messing it up. So, Ellie, favorite Soul Calibur, <laughs> favorite character to be featured in Soul Calibur over Soul Calibur's many iterations. I think you brought that up because of The Witcher. I, I may have, but there's others. There are plenty <laughs> others. There's a whole realm of a galaxy far, far uh, away that technically well, yeah. were there, um, too. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna stick with my main man. I'm going to go with uh, Geralt. All right, having Geralt in there, and I think that was six. I can't remember the yeah which one. All right, Eric. You know, I gotta go with Link. I knew you were gonna go there. <laughs> knew you were gonna go there. I, I'm going with Star Killer. Yep, I figured for, you for that. Would. So we each got different generations, but I would like to say this: um, 
to poo-poo on Tekken a little bit. Sorry for Tekken fans out there. But um, I did not like the fact that Hatat uh, what whatever the guy Hibachi. from yeah yeah hi I actually was um was on playstations like yeah. I, I i mean he, i i get that he's a fighting game but i'm like you have spawn for xbox link for gamecube and then what does playstation come with really come on i, I it's not even it's and it's not even that it's like it's their own company's character like it's another namco fighting game yeah. character um uh, but yeah i remember when that happened a lot of people felt very gypped on that and i i don't blame them like i remember a lot of people thinking it should have been cloud yeah that would have been oh, awesome yeah. it would have made perfect sense at the time or even uh what's his name uh titus since he was like since uh final fantasy 10 yeah. was the most recent and one. they have like, weapons yes exactly also i, I mean they have some crazy weapons, weapons too yeah but kratos wasn't i don't think wasn't around enough then or wasn't big enough that i mean he did appear in mortal Kombat later but but um, I, like, like I said, it was just a weird pick for Soul Calibur. Uh, also, I am very impressed that none of us mentioned Dead or Alive. Everyone's shaking. I'm, I'm like Ellie shaking her head. Yeah. I think I played. Honestly, I think I played more of the Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball than I did actually. We <laughs> yes. all did. We <laughs> all did. It our, was so entertaining. All right, it moving was. on to our <laughs> next subject before we get to the main topic today because i wanted to touch on the mortal Kombat thing to see to test to see where everyone was because i'm like i feel like we all vaguely have fighting game fighting games in our dna so with this being the 25th anniversary of godzilla according to rotten tomato that is the, the, the 98 godzilla <laughs> yes that is correct um, they did, Rotten Tomato did a ranking, so obviously I was on Rotten Tomato today for obvious reasons. Rotten Tomato? Rotten Tomato. Um, <laughs> Eric, what do you think the number one ranked Godzilla movie is? I wanted to test this. Oh gosh. Did they do, like, did they do like all the Godzilla movies, like every single one? They have 37 listed. Okay, that sounds about right. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm going to have to probably go with either the original Godzilla or uh, Shin Godzilla. All right. Um, 1954's Godzilla was go. number two with oh. a 93% <laughs> rating, but number one with a 100% tomato. That is a fresh tomato. Wow. Godzilla versus Destroyer. Interesting. Uh, Shin, Shin, Shin Godzilla is four, and and Godzilla 1998 with a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes is number 36 out of 37. Number 37, uh, Godzilla's Revenge. Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla because it is not rated. It has not been critically uh, rated, so it technically... So technically, I guess Godzilla 1998's last, with the other one not being rated, so it doesn't even... Oh, and Godzilla's Revenge is right above it. Okay, I was getting ready to say that one, I'm... Sh and I, honestly, Godzilla 98 is light years better than Godzilla's Revenge. Godzilla's Revenge is horrible. So, uh, and I am someone who loves all the schlockiest of schlocky Godzilla up through the serious allegories for nuclear war uh and that movie's terrible all right i i'm I really just, shocked that it's that it, they didn't put that one even lower i i saw it and i was like you know what 
I know Eric will have an opinion about this. We're not going to go over each one, but I want to see where he lands with some of these. And and, and you were very close, very close <laughs> with some of them. But yeah, 100% uh, for Godzilla vs. Destroya. And like that's I said, the certified fresh 93% for Godzilla. And of course, like I said, Shin's in there. The other ones float around, but I want to check something real quick while we're in here. Where does the MonsterVerse stack up? Eric, what do you think the top for the MonsterVerse? The current... I feel like... Godzilla. I feel like uh, either... I'm guessing if it's MonsterVerse, they didn't include Kong Skull Island. Because I feel like that one actually had the best ratings of all of them. But if it's not that, I want to say... Got the, like, the 2014 one is maybe the top rated one. Alright, with spot 11 and spot 12 locked in by the MonsterVerse... Godzilla 2014 with 76%. Certified fresh. Certified fresh. But Godzilla versus Kong at number 12 with a 75%. So one percentage point away from each other. (laughs) Uh, I am checking on... um, Trying to check on God's, I mean, uh, Kong real quick, just to see where that one was, to see where that would have been, if that was included. Um, but reviews. But um, I remember correctly. If I can type correctly, that would help. <laughs> do 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 do. Wow, there's a lot of. Oh wait, it's called Skull Island, not King Kong. Yeah, or Kong Skull Island. No King. Maybe that's why I'm not finding it. It was out in 2017. I don't know why. God, I'm, I'm not editing any of this, by the way. Me, me being terrible at doing this is just perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, on that note, as I continue to look this up terribly. There we go. God dang it. Would not type for some reason. Um, ooh, Eric, where do you think it where where do you think that would have been on that list? That would have been that that would have been top. I think that one that got better reviews than uh Godzilla. Seventy five percent tomato meter, certified fresh. Yeah. So it would have tied for Godzilla versus Kong. So interesting. Moving on now to from the good from the the ups and downs of Godzilla to the downs and downs of Indiana Jones. <laughs> I, I got we got to talk about this, Ellie. Where do you think Indiana Jones, the Dial of Destiny, is on the tomato meter right now? How do you think that this is oh, going? How God. how do you think it's going? Uh, um, horrible. I don't know. Like, I, like I give forgot. me a num- give me a number. I forgot it was coming out. Oh, I I think many people want to forget it's coming out, including people involved in it. Um, critic score. Oh, there is only a critic score. It's not oh. available to oh, public not, audiences okay. yet. Um, I'm gonna say ten. Ten. Ten percent. Well, considering I forgot it even came out <laughs> or coming out. Whatever. Eric, have you seen the? I, I have because I was seeing because it was in headlines. Uh, no, of course it been, is. Because it's only been it actually hasn't officially premiered yet. I think it, I think it was just a can, which I was yep. like, that's a weird place to premiere. 
Indiana Jones, but I I did see like the I don't remember the exact number, but I do know the it it is the, the where it is yeah it is fifty two it is oh. fifty two oh, went up oh went okay up. <laughs> it, oh, when I saw it it was in the low forty it was like forty one it is fifty two I mean the funny thing is looking at the ratings there is a lot of fresh tomatoes sitting in there so I don't I don't know what's going on do not know what's <laughs> going on um but I I am okay am I excited for this. Not really. Ellie? I just think it's weird they went the route of him being the action star. All right. Like, I I wanted to see a great classic, like, that same feel and excitement when it was him and his dad. Oh, yeah, I'm going back to that. So, wait, would would you want Shia LaBeouf to come back? No, no, no. I meant, like... I meant that that feel, like that energy of when it was the the um the Sean older. Connery. Well, that's what this is apparently trying to capture, vaguely. But it's not if he's going to be the one still doing all the action scenes. Listen, Chris Pratt was busy being the voice of Mario oh. and being in Guardians of the Galaxy. We can't have him do everything. Okay, Eric. <laughs> Thoughts. Uh. I mean, I, I I absolutely hated Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and then the trailer the trailer alone made it already look light years above that. That being said, I'm not. I was still like, obviously you can't go by reviews. I mean, look at Super Mario Brothers movie still sitting at 59, percent and I absolutely loved it. Wow, um, was it that low? Uh, so did everybody it's else that though. Low. Oh. Yes. Uh, but yeah, like I was gonna say, it was uh, it was it was low because critics were like I don't get it so. Um, which you know, whatever their opinion. That being said, I'm 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 digressing. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna wait for some more reviews to come out. But honestly, it's one of those. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna probably wait until it comes to streaming or something because unless it all of a sudden you get a huge boost and hits the you know 70s, 80s, 90s, and it's like, okay, this is actually really good. And you know, we were it was skewed because it was being shown at like the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, uh, I, I'm just kind of like, yeah, whatever. So on that note, I do want to point out. Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Tomato Meter. Ellie, where, where, where are you thinking that lands? This is critics, by the way. I'll say 62. Okay, okay. Eric? Whatever the number is, it's way too high. It could be one and it would be way too high. But I'm going to go with um, go with 35. 35? Or blurty 5? 35. 35. Uh, 77. For certified no. Fresh. Are you kidding me? No. The critic I score, 77 just, certified Fresh. I am. With an audience score of 53. Okay, I was wondering I what the dis- audience score was. I'm disgusted with both of those scores. <laughs> <laughs> those are both grossly high. Like, actually, you, sub- you should subtract the, uh, the critic score from the audience score to make it negative, whatever. And that's still too high. I mean, yeah, te- terrible. Te- technically, it's Jurassic can- Park three levels of terrible. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. By the way, on a complete side tangent, um, Spinosaurus being a big thing in Jurassic Park three, I have fallen down a YouTube hole of like scientists going over, like paleontologists and scientists talking about the Spinosaurus <laughs> and how it's completely and accurately portrayed in that movie. And, like, more modern stuff. It is so great. But, like I said, that's just a random diatribe that I've been on recently. Because YouTube's a hole, and I sometimes just fall into it. Sometimes. All the time. (laughs) Speaking of stuff to accidentally fall into, um, oddly enough, kind of 
pathetic for today's conversation, because I'm sure we'll talk about it in another way. Uh, the live-action Powerpuff Girls series for the CW has been... Canceled. Canceled. Ellie, are you heartbroken by this? Indifferent or... Indifferent. Okay, Eric. Uh, honestly, when I saw it, I had these dueling thoughts of... I forgot this was a thing, yep. and I already thought it was canceled. I Right, that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't even know it was still, like consideration so i think it would have been one of those things that would have come out and been hated and i don't mean like oh, velma yeah. hated i mean oh, like, no, I ab- like absolutely velma. absolutely see, see but but velma hate comes from like a place of like weird internet hatred this i think would have just been hated by people that just would have been like it's not it's not good but who knows who knows i i just like, like i said it strangely does tie into what we will be talking about momentarily but I, I just, I was like, I need to talk. I want to talk about this because it strangely ties in. So, with that being said, I'm sure you, dear listener, I've been waiting patiently for us to discuss Unicorn Warriors Eternal. So, I guess first, Eric, what got you wanting to watch this? I saw the trailer a few weeks ago, I guess right before the actual adult swim premiere and i was like this looks really cool actually and i mean it's jindy tartakovsky it's uh it's this cool time travel fantasy science fiction steampunk kind of thing I'm like, it looks pretty cool and then you were like hey let's do it for the show and i was like that's the excuse i needed to watch it so uh i watched the first three episodes and uh we'll talk about more of that here shortly all right ellie i had no idea it was a thing <laughs> you, you did? Did you did you see a trailer? What was the first time you watched this when you turned it on? Oh, absolutely! I like I said, I didn't even know it was a thing until you're like, we're watching this, and then I was like, Rainbow Unicorn Unicorn. What? Uh, as as I've had to say it more, I've actually gotten it down. It, yeah. it's Unicorn Warriors Eternal. Yeah. So no, definitely, I I didn't know a thing about this until you and, said we and were watching. And weirdly it. enough, Wikipedia has it colonged as well as. Rotten Tomatoes, where Unicorn, colon, Warriors Eternal, which means there could be other things in this universe. Anyways, getting ahead of myself. So, I, for some reason, was watching something, and I saw a trailer for this. I think I was actually... Okay, I was wondering how you stumbled across it. You know what? The wedding. When I had Adult Swim just on background when we were going to bed. I think a trailer for this popped up, and I was like, some fever, half-awake dream of a madman going, oh my gosh, what's this? And then passed out. (laughs) So Okay. So, that happened. Fair enough. But then, it popped up on YouTube, and I was like, because they did, like, they they are doing a phenomenal campaign for this, by the way, which, they they are making sure people can see this. First episode is available on YouTube for free. You don't have to have an HBO Max. You don't have to have any of that stuff. But it's on HBO. It's on Adult Swim. It's basically everywhere. So they're trying to get it out there. But yeah, I watched it. And I was like, I want to know more. I want to know more. And also, LA, why would this... What? Okay, I'm going to give you the, you the floor real quick to see if you've caught the hints. Why would this show speak to me? What particular individual being involved in this show... Oh, uh, Jack Black? I don't know. 
I, no. I even said it already. He he did say the name. <laughs> did say the name. Oh. Gendy Tarkarski. The Oh the, God, the, I would the, never the mind the behind the greatest thing to ever hit Star Wars as I point on the wall to myself from Star Wars, the you Clone Wars. You actually pointed in correctly at first. Thank you very much. I, I, I was gesturing towards the Thor yeah. <laughs> poster on the other <laughs> I was like, side. Wait, but, what? But yes, but yes, with him being involved, which okay, which uh, I was about to say, it there is a lot of his isms in this. There's a lot, like too many. But before we get into it, I want to know something. Who's everyone's favorite character from the show so far? Ellie, I will let you take the floor first. Oh, hands down the robot. Copernicus? Oh, gosh, yeah. He's amazing. All right, Eric, before you answer, there is a correct answer to this, so let's see if you get it wrong. <laughs> um, I was going to say I also enjoy Copernicus, but I also really like Alfie, the orphan. Okay. He's also okay. a monk. Okay. The, the the correct answer, of course, is Copernicus. I, I For the character that doesn't speak, he he's... I, he does I, speak. He speaks in whistles and sounds. And I was gonna say he's he's the best one. I I think design wise, and and I love how he communicates without actually speaking yeah. any actual human languages. But I, I went with Alfie's my favorite human character so far. But yes, Copernicus is is the correct answer. Yes, Copernicus is definitely the correct answer. But before we get into talk about the series and our hopefully love of it. Where do you think this lands on the tomato meter? Eric, did you cheat? Uh, no, I did not. I don't think I did. All so right. if I end up guessing this and I subconsciously, like, from my mind from having seen it, then I apologize. But right. I want to say it's sitting at like the, in, like, the 90s. I'm going to say it's, like, 98. All right. Ellie. I, I guess this will also give our, your early opinion of the show, too, because it's kind of given your thoughts. Because I, I, I did not ask what you thought of it. I'm just we're going off of what the tomatoes think of it. What do you want? Do you want Eric to be able to say his thoughts? He did. Or... Oh, no, 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 no. We're saying the tomatoes, then we'll get into it. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Um, is this just critics? Yeah, they're... Um, oh, yeah, they, they do have audience as well. Okay. But, but critics, mostly. Okay. Not that um, they're far off from each other. I'm going to say lower. Ooh. Um... Let's go with 87. All right. So, 100%. Wow. 100%. I don't know if they do certified fresh for TV shows. I feel like they do. Um, I feel like they do. I don't understand why it doesn't have one yet. But anyways, uh, average tomato meter, 100%. Audience score, 83. Oh, okay. So, 100% understandable. Eric, where would you fall into... 100% understandable. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> Eric, where would you fall? Like, where are, are you falling with them critics or are you falling with that average audience score? I, I think I'm going I think I'm going with the critics. Like I I knew it seemed like a really interesting premise that I would be interested in, and I was like, either this is gonna be a big mess of things or it's gonna blend together and work really well. And so far from what I've seen, I think it blends together and works really well. I really enjoyed it, and actually, I was hoping this morning before we recorded, because as of this recording, the fourth episode is out, and I wanted to try and watch it beforehand, and I just, I didn't get a chance. By the time I looked at the clock, I was like, I might have time to do it, so um, I I think it's great. I mean, just everything from the story to the setting to the artwork, which we'll, we can get into. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my heart. I, I just, I think it's great, and I'm like, I 
I really am intrigued about this story and this world that they're setting up. And I, and these characters too, like, I love all of these characters that there are like two characters in one at least. So for a lot of them. So I love this. Uh, but yeah, we, we'll get more into thoughts of that. I, but, but I'm definitely on that higher end. I, I love it. I think it's great so far. I figured you'd be big into this because for some reason, there's something in the back of my mind saying that you're like big into like turn of the century. Like I'd say turn of the century. And that's not the correct term for this. But early animation. Yes. And that and that's something I want to get into in a little bit. So absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. Ellie. Your thoughts. First, you watched first two episodes. Eric's watched first three. I've watched the first four. Um, so. Of course you have Overachiever. Ah, but I'm only going to pertain to the first two. Two to, two to three. No, two. Okay, fine. Two. I was then. watching two. I mean, I was starting the third one. You said no, and it would only put us behind ten minutes, so you are not allowed to talk we about have the third sol- one. We have... We have a vi- Eric has a very busy schedule. Hyrule will not save itself or wherever this new game is. And set. I I'm sure he'll talk that, about it at the end of the episode. But I'm Anyways, just go saying, ahead. I was gonna watch the third one and put us behind just a little bit. But are like, you no. gonna? Okay, I am not requiring anyone to watch further. So I guess here's the play: Are you gonna watch the third one upon your own accord? Yes. Oh, so where do you? Where would your tomatoes be? Not a hundred, because I'm not gonna give anything a hundred. Um, Obviously, nothing's Firefly. We get it. <laughs> oh, now I'm sad. Um, I'd say based off the first two, because mm-hmm. I haven't seen farther. Um, well, the first two were released together, so okay, okay. That's that's why the first two are, I think, the best two. Well, for it us said to part one mainly. and part. It said yeah. part two or whatever, but yeah. Um, I'm gonna say a good eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of things I'm very intrigued about. Like Eric said, there's a lot of questions I have already about where and this you might will go. continue. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I will say the first episode. Um, I don't know if it's because I just woke up or <laughs> or what. I was so confused. I was like, wait, okay, they've shown them, you know, like awakened. Two or three times, and now we're in the 1800s. Like, I'm so confused, but I got it once I got to the second episode. Like, it all I, made sense. But that first episode, I was definitely like, okay, what are we doing here? I 110% <laughs> agree, because I watched the first... Like, it took a second through for me to really enjoy the first episode, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Maybe Eric's going to be like, you guys are idiots, and it was perfectly reasonable the entire time, but... Uh, no, I mean, I I I had watched them twice, and I I enjoyed it the first time through, but watching it the second time, I got the better hang of what was going on quicker. I can see that. If I watched it again, I'd be like, okay, I get. Especially where this since was going. like the first five minutes, they're like sitting there, and it's like, Merlin, you've shown up. I brought Copernicus from the future. <laughs> a unicorn has blessed our. Like it what? sounds like a D and D game going I off did. the rails. I thought that this was gonna be like another one of those at first and i'm like what is okay but like i said i i but i do just very basic generic i do really enjoy it um like you guys said i i I love the style um i'm very they did very good job with the characters because i'm i'm extremely interested in where they're going with this and why 
the dude is a kid and not the adult form and and why is she not know anything but the others do like i'm i'm very intrigued of what happened what went wrong um and and who is this weird furry character thing in the dark that's trying to stop all this and yeah i'm i'm just intrigued by all of it it looks like a bunny maybe i don't know i i agree with i i like how like none of the characters the three like main fighters seem to kind of have a grasp like even uh uh even uh what's his name uh the the, the elf guy even he was like he was like the most yeah eldrin even he's the most like like he talks about his mind still being clouded even though he seems like he's the one who's most like ah processes continued on but he was right. like not quite there but yeah it, it's cool like i like how it's not just like oh we found the next host and i like that kind of like you see that progression where it kind of shows them going through finding different warriors and all this kind of stuff like that and it's like oh that's cool they, you know they find the best warriors of the time and then it's like whoa they really messed up here clearly so <laughs> well, uh, or they picked the right thing and we just don't know why why yet so well, uh, but i like that that they yeah. don't quite have a grasp on their powers so my question is is it the spirit being reincarnated or is it Copernicus summoning forth the spirit into that body? I think it's a spirit into the body. You, that's so, the way I was seeing, yeah. seeing it. I could be wrong, but that's the, that's how I was interpreting it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I just was wondering because I kind of like, now Do that I'm thinking. you think thinking, it's like future selves or past selves or whatever? Well, obviously once the body, once the body's inhabited by the, or by whatever the, past version of them was they they're kind of the new vessel for it but i originally thought it was them seeking out like the new incarnations but now it does make more sense that yeah. it's just a body for yeah, that thing to inhabit yeah. which by the way speaking of cells and i know we the cell animation's not done i want the copernicus emerging from the fog yes. from the from the the funny thing is everyone knows the exact scene you're talking about too. Yeah. Him emerging from the fog when he's um when he's summoning the Native American forth during that montage. Like it's just it's so cool. And in that in that art style, everything. Um getting into that art style real quick. I want to talk about that before we get into, you know, discussing other stuff. So Ter Ter I was about what? to say, Phil makes fun of me because I always say the wrong name for it. Has done um, a lot of stuff over the years. Uh, mainly the creator and director-wise. Um, Dexter's Laboratory, The Powerpuff Girls, Samurai Jack, Star Wars, The Clone oh. Wars. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, wow. see, there's I, okay. I, there was another hint dropped earlier, too. Now I get it. Primal, which I need to watch more yeah, I, of. I want to check that out, too. Uh, that one's a big one where... I know he's very much known for, like, no speaking and having actions do stuff, which this does have moments where there's, like, just the drawing and the way the stuff's done is very telling the story instead of people speaking it. But uh, Primal's the other one, which is still ongoing, and then this Unicorn Warrior's Eternal. So he apparently has a plan for this, like a four-year plan for what oh. he wants to do with it. Okay. Um, first season is eight episodes, which we are officially at the time of this recording halfway, halfway through. Yeah. Um, yeah, ha halfway through because the last one was What Lies Beneath, and then there's a few more after this, which will conclude in June. But 
but he he has claimed that he has a four year plan for I mean four season plan for what he wants to do with this. Um, this has also been something he's been working on, like I guess in the background or wanting to get going for over twenty years. Oh wow! So I this this I don't want to say like magnum opus because that sounds weird, but I cause, I mean he could still do more stuff. Of course, he already did Star Wars: The Clone Wars, so his magnum opus exists already. If you can't tell, I love that. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm excited for this. Like like it seems interesting. And I think a reviewer said it best. I watched a reviewer discuss this. Because I saw, like, after watching YouTube, after figuring up today, I saw, like, one of my reviewers that I like talk about. So I was like, oh, man, I want to see this. And they brought up a very good point. I think this will speak to all of us. They said watching the opening to this gave them as much enthusiasm and as much, like, you know, wanting to see more as when they first originally watched Avatar. Really? They said that yeah. because Avatar oh. sets up, like, even okay. though Avatar hasn't done a lot with it, the whole, like, Avatar cycle, the fact that there's all this past that they can tap into. Right. Exist. This is kind of the same thing. This is kind of the I same gotcha. thing. They, okay. they, they, they said that they, the, the potential for this is so unlimited that we could get, like, Pat the past versions of them either in this series or in it. And that's the thing that they said is something that this is, has such limitless potential. Okay. And I'm like, I 100% agree. 100% agree with it. I don't know what your guys' opinion is, but I think that comparison is spot on. In my opinion. Eric? No, I was actually thinking, like, I was like, if this thing continues on getting high reviews, if they keep marketing it well, if it, if it ends up being popular and getting to go, it's four years. What I love about it being a uh, kind of taking place over different ages is they have this whole history that they can pull from. Like they could do whole episodes set in past times. If they wanted to, they could even, you know, a couple years down the road, if they wanted, they could always go to the future, keep going forward if they wanted to. Like there's so much they can do with this. And, and I'm glad to know. And like, I remember reading that he had this idea like 20 years ago. So I love that he basically probably has all this planned out. He knows what he's going to do. And he uh, sat on it, too. He waited. Exactly. Like, it, it was fermenting. It was aging beautifully. And uh, like, a, like a nice wine or a nice cave-aged cheese. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I I think that there's a lot he could do with this. And I, I love – that's one cool thing about time travel or, you know, multiple time period kind of things. Same with Avatar because you have that 100-year break. Like, there's history that you – can pull from and it gives you so far we have enough that i'm like intrigued and then we get that little taste and i want to know more uh and as much as they want i i feel like they're already peppering things that are gonna uh what was it what was it you always kept saying like the the trees are being planted. yeah 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 they're, they're planting they, the and, seeds uh, to grow into yes, a and I, yeah. I think that you know a, a season or two down the road we're gonna see things from these first few episodes we're gonna be like oh i see where that comes into play now so yeah, no, I, I think it's a really cool uh, idea to, to to play with, and I think there's a lot of potential for where this this can go. Yeah, because, so, I mean, what does Merlin have to do with it? That was there. He just kind of just showed up and right. said stuff, and that's it. And then... It's not just, like, a wizard named Merlin. Like, it's the Merlin. The, Mer- the Merlin. And, um... Where the, did the Order of the Unicorn come from? Yeah, why... Why, yeah, why, why was that formed? Like, what... I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Also, there was a point out from the same reviewer saying that how Melinda heard her name being called during that, like, yeah. 
earlier thing, which they're like that. That yep. ha, what what context does that? Ha- they're, they're like there's so much stuff layered in here that will be hopefully revealed over seasons upon seasons. So, like I said, I'm excited for this. Um, I know Eric. I, I'm I'm gonna give you the floor real quick to talk about your thoughts on it. Ellie, you'll get yours next because I've kind of I feel blathered on enough. So, Eric. Any any thoughts or anything we haven't touched on yet that you want to talk about with this series? Um, I know you had kind of mentioned it earlier in context with me, but the animation style. Um, I love how it uses sort of a Max Fleischer Studios kind of look like a, Emma kind of looks like Betty Boop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Alfie has those kind of big forearms, kind of like Popeye does. Um <laughs> There's a lot of uh, that kind of rubber hose style. It's not so much rubber hose animation, but the the characters of that 1920s and 1930s animation. Uh, but also, uh, the, and I and I, I I thought this before I read it, and then I actually was reading and it was confirmed. There was also a lot of inspiration pulled from uh, I forget his first name, but but Tezuka who made Astro Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. There yeah. was a lot of inspiration from the characters. I remember going. That kind of looks like some of the characters from Astro Boy. Like, not that I've watched a ton of Astro Boy, but I know, I know what the characters look like from that. And I'm like, they kind of look like that. And sure enough, it said that he pulled some inspiration from that. Who Zuka was in turn kind of inspired by Disney, early Disney, early Warner Brothers, Max Fleischer mm-hmm. kind of stuff like that. So there's definitely that kind of inspiration, which I absolutely love. But it has a nice modern flair to it. Like you can actually see, like he's like, despite the the wide variety of things he's done. Tarkovsky's things do have a style, and you they, can see that DNA mixed in there really well. Plus, there's also some really cool, like, there was the one point where they're, like, in London, and there's a, um, like a circus, and there's the giraffe. They're, like, airlifting or something, and the giraffe has this weird look on his face, and it looks just like a, almost like a Ren and Stimpy character. Yeah. Like it has that over-exaggerated kind of, like, dumb smile on its face. And so it kind of, it's this weird kind of like, here's this like early animation and here's this early anime and here's this Tartakovsky and here's this kind of brand snippy style, but it blends together really well and it has its own flair, which I, I just, I really, really like. Um, and also I just want to give out one more shout out and this is about Copernicus and I don't know if all of these coincidences are, are the, all of these things are just coincidences. Copernicus reminds me so much of the character of Robo from Chrono Trigger because hmm. robot and robo has a very big distinct kind of hulking shape uh he's gold just like copernicus is uh he has even though he does speak he does have a sort of like a steampunk kind of vibe to him but he also is very proper hmm. uh, in the way he speaks and he always calls everyone sir and madam and and that's kind of the pri- and because of the top hat that's kind of the same vibe i get from from copernicus but he can also fight uh like copernicus can as well there's one, oh, and then of course the whole time travel thing. I mean, it's yeah. part of a time travel game. I just kept watching it, going. There's so many parallels. I don't know if that was just a coincidence or I'm putting that into it. But I, I, I want to look up more, and I, I didn't before we recorded. But I want to see if, if there's anything out there yet of anyone else noticing this, or I'm, if there's anything because it's so. There's so many things. I'm like, he reminds me so much of Robo for multiple reasons. Um, I'm not seeing anything on here. They they do mention stuff about Astro Boy. Um, ironically, he worked on a Popeye movie that was um, canceled. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember the trailer for that too? It looked awesome. Yeah, but 
it looked really good, and then it ended up getting canceled. I'm sad. But yeah, it, it does say that you know it took heavy influence from Fleischer. It also apparently, Ellie, this is for you. Walt Disney, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the oh. um, two cartoony animation style okay. of them, and I I I'd love it. Like it's something that I I was nervous about it because I'm like I don't think people are gonna get on board with this. But the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh stuff like um like Cup Boy and stuff like that, like that whole like this renaissance of you know hundred technically hundred years past animation style kind of making a resurgence now. And everything is really cool. And like, like I said, he plays well into this. This, this his, his over-design, like the fire trucks driving up, how they're gigantic, was definitely a Tarkovsky-like thing that I definitely was like that. If you had shown me this, I would have been like, that was drawn by him, obviously. Ellie, your thoughts on the animation or series so far. And I want to get everyone's prediction on where things are going to go. Or what their biggest question they want answered is. So, Ellie. Go with your thoughts, Eric. Think of your question or prediction. Um, I don't know if I have too much more to say. I, Like I said, I, I do really enjoy it. Um, I just enjoy the fact that you said you will watch on. Yeah. Uh, it definitely intrigued me enough to watch more. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I, I like the way it's drawn, the colors. It, it's really fun. Um, and the best thing for me for any show is... I, I want more and I have questions. If I don't have questions, then what's the point of, of watching the show? Um, and I loved the the fight in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Like how he completely just annihilated those other robots. But I really, really am curious about who this person is that's hoping that they fail. Um, but... No, I'm I'm just I'm very excited and I, I can't I can't wait to see more. I might even watch the third episode later today. All right. So since Ellie already gave her prediction, Eric, what 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 are your predictions or what what mystery do you want answered? Do you want to know more about this uh, woman? This this this. Shabby I, I, I I know it's I know it's eating away at you because of the next episode. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I want to know more about. I want to know more about that, uh, and I just, I just kind of want to see how. I want to see why, if we get to, if we get the answers to why these particular people were chosen, and if there's a, if this is more about them just struggling to be the perfect, like, oh, here's the next perfect body, like them trying to actually, uh, because you know we didn't even talk about it. There's those, there are the two characters who. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm descendant of these people, like the, who seem like the kind of people who are ready. God, to I be forgot an about. Incarnation. I forgot about that part. Like that, there yeah, is so, these two people that were like, well, we're gonna be them. Yeah, and so it makes Never me wonder, like, on. yeah, is it is that was that on purpose? Was it an accident? You know, or are they are they gonna play a bigger role? You know, I I want to see how that goes, and I just want to see because I right now having only seen the first three as of this recording. I think there's a lot of places they can go with it. I don't know where it's going to go, but that's that's kind of like with, with Avatar. I just want to sit back and enjoy the ride. Yeah, but sadly with this one, you don't have the ride all pl- placed out in front of you. This is... Right, exactly. Well, yeah, but that's how it was when I watched the Avatar. True. I was True. watching it as it was coming out. True. I mean, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't see... I mean, thankfully, I was never spoiled on anything really for Avatar, so... Yeah. Um, so I, 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 that ride was enjoyable, but at least with that one, I knew there was a finish. 
Mm-hmm. There's this one. I, I hope there's a finish and not just a, I'm really, I'm ready to go. And then like you know, a month from now, it's like, oh yeah, we're not getting the numbers we like. So uh, cancel. I, I can't see them not, to be honest. I mean, this doesn't look like some over the top expensive thing for them to make and everything. And it's, it's something to where, I mean, he's done so much. I, I can't, like he had so many opportunities to do this earlier and he waited. Like he waited, I think, for the moment to put it out there. So we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, the the thing I'm interested in is what made this time different for um, Melinda. Like, why did she not get reawakened correctly? Or why why is she having such the issue? I mean, I know from storytelling perspective, it's so we as the audience can get filled in on stuff. But the monk didn't either. But, no, I mean, he... He's kind of more in tune with his stuff, but she's still fighting between the two worlds. I know, but like, worlds. just the fact that he, he kind of, it's but kind that's, of But that's obvious. more the kid body, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, he's in tune, but he's he's younger, so yeah. that's what, but why was he younger this time and not his normal adult form? See, that's off too, so there's something there. Uh, like I said, there's questions that we will hopefully get answered to. Um, we might come back. I mean, I'm sure we will come back and talk about this topic. But um, I just wanted to. I, I after seeing it, I was like, you know what? Let's strike while the iron's hot. This seems like a good topic. So definitely wanted to hit on that. Uh, on that note, if you've seen this, definitely let us know. Um, hit us up with an email. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you can find us. But before we go, of course, we got what have we been playing recently, which. I guess I'll give the floor to Eric for a few minutes because I'm sure he's got something he wants to talk about. I haven't been playing much lately, you know, just uh, just hopping around games and stuff. No, uh, <laughs> clearly I've been playing a, a ton of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and I absolutely love it. It's great. It's so much fun. Uh, the game, as of this recording, has been out for a little over a week, and I have barely touched the story. I'm just wandering around, exploring, and there's so much to explore like so much more than breath of the wild weirdest thing you created weirdest thing you created (laughs) honestly here's the thing i haven't really built that much outside of like the standard stuff like i i've done stuff but i'm still still in need of access to um uh, for some more of the um the things because honestly a lot of the combining has been more about oh i will say more it's been more about a about weapons like the weapon combining mm-hmm. i found this weapon piece from this this boss i fought and it was his horn this horn had three skulls impaled on it and they're still like the skulls are still like kind of like chattering around so i did fuse that with a sword so i had this big sword now that that it's basically just a giant horn with with impaled hmm. chattering skulls on it and it's super powerful and apparently i did something that doubled my attack power so it was Ooh. like was like almost a hundred it was like in the 90s and i was like oh my god like i am unstoppable right now but then i'm also scared to use it because so far i haven't encountered another one of those monsters so i'm like once this thing breaks i'm not it gonna might be done for it. so right so i'm like and it's but it's not one of those bosses where it's like a once once a game boss like it's definitely a uh boss you'll 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 encounter again so i'm like i need to go find either a remember where this boss was and b i need to go uh fight it uh or fight another one so i can get more but i did i was actually watching a video right before we started recording just opened up youtube and it said this is the best vehicle to make in 
there's the kingdom and all it was was two of the fans and one of the steering gears fused together and it looked like a um like a bike and this guy's just flying around and i'm like that looks awesome he's like you can close to the ground you can do it up in the air you can go up down left right like it's awesome and i was like okay i need to make i need to make myself one of those now so uh i have not made it yet but i'm going to do that here uh shortly but yes no i'm i'm greatly enjoying the game uh i do not feel like it's just oh i paid 70 dollars for dlc it's like it is a brand new game uh the vibe is different the the world is way bigger even the part of hyrule that we got to see in tears of the air and breath of the wild is completely different hmm. so um so there's a there's a lot that's been added changed uh progressed um whereas that game was very much sort of a here's what a post-apocalyptic hyrule will be like this is more of a here's what happens when a disaster strikes while they're also in the middle of rebuilding it so yeah. uh so there's a lot of a lot of really good stuff in there. So I, I'm, I mean, honestly, that's what I will probably be doing most of the rest of the day after we record. Is I'll probably be playing some more Tears of the Kingdom because it's just that awesome. Um, before we get to, well, actually, go, go ahead, Ellie. What, 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 what are you playing and/or watching right now? Playing the same as you. Are you? I, th- I think you've been playing some Spidey. Playing the Spider-Man game, Marvel's Spider-Man. I am playing it on the PC. Ellie is playing the recently... Remastered for the PS5. Yes. So Um, so we have been playing that, possibly hinting at next week's episode topic. (laughs) And I did did watch a show this week. Oh yeah, you did. Um... I was just give me one second. One in the meantime, yes. Uh, me, me, and Eric did. We we are done with our D and D campaign. We 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 vanquished Strahd from the kingdom, so we he's are dead. It, it, quote unquote dead. <laughs> he's, he's dead as a vampire can be. He he's he's dead enough for us to move on to something else. Yes. Um, <laughs> so 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 in our D and D adventure, I guess um. My monk Wu of the Tang Clan has been the fit. I can officially <laughs> hang him up, and I do have it now. Okay. Oh, Eric has to go for his adventure with it too. Real quick. Oh, oh, right, right. Sorry. Yeah, no, this was, uh, and then Azar, my uh, a fire Ganassi uh, artificer. He can go about. He and his his homunculus Jack Handy little hand Ugh. walks around. Uh, they can go and do handy things. Wait, that sounded wrong. It definitely uh, did. And, and knowing the context of the character. Yes. yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, no, that, you know, this was my first, like, act, it wasn't my first D&D campaign, but technically it also was. Like, I did some one-shots and stuff. Which we'll probably uh, be doing for a little bit now yes, after doing yeah, a... I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, everything we say, did with Strahd. Yeah, shout-outs to, to Kyra and Emily of the stuff I didn't write my dissertation on for helping me do some one shots kind of before I started joining you guys. And then, uh, but this is my first kind of long-term campaign. I started with you guys back in September. Yeah. And, and we, here been, we are in, in yeah. May. And then uh, you guys have been going on since before the pandemic. So it yeah. was just like, yep. so, I mean, I was years long. So I, so I am excited to, to play more and uh, either do some one shots or, or try something else or whatever. But I really enjoyed it. I, I definitely did too. Um, my, my only, my only thing is, if, if you're looking into doing the Curse of Strahd as a casual thing, um, <laughs> it, don't. It, it it takes a long. It can take a long time, especially with a group of people that 
looks through every nook and cranny and does every quest line to the completion. But anyways, as Ellie has pointed out, I am also playing Spider-Man um, on the PC, going for that 100% on it. And um, I guess mentally getting ready for the um, spider, the, the new Spider-Man movie, the Across the Spider-Verse. Why am I getting it wrong? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, um, on that note, Eric, where can people find more from you? I do have one thing I want to add. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I didn't get to talk about my TV show. Oh, right. You, you suck at this today. You go first. You go first. Go ahead with your with your TV on. show that's on Netflix that has been canceled. <laughs> Well, Netflix cancels everything. It's like all of them. So, uh, no, I I had been wanting to try this show for a while because it just looked intriguing. And I uh, love... Ellie, if you're going to talk about Inside Job, you can't. Those wounds are still too fresh on me. I cannot have them reopened. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, and I do love Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. I think just she's so fun. Um, so, it's the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. It's I hate that that's the actual title. I of the know. Show. This is a show that has the longest title that I was like, I will never get right unless I look it up. It's a thriller. <laughs> it's one season. Um, they joke and hint about a season two, but really, it doesn't need one because it was just fun in its own little one season play. Um, I thought it was enjoyable enough, but if uh, you guys would like to know, Rotten Tomatoes actually gave it a 54%. Um, So I guess they do rate TV shows since we were like, wait a minute. Um, And the audience score is even lower. Mm -hmm. It is a 46%. But um, no, it it was just kind of fun. Um, It definitely had me guessing like who the killer was um, throughout the show, which... You know, if I can immediately pick who the killer is, then it's it's no fun. So, I enjoyed it enough, but... It's... Oh, wait, you're, you're completely done with it already? Yeah, I watched okay. the whole season. Yeah. Oh, because I was about to say, if, if you had, I was going to be like, oh, it's going to be a twist where it's the person you think it is the whole time, and then it twists at the end. I know, and it had me doing that. I, I went... I thought it was someone, then I was like, oh, okay, I guess not, because they're making it too obvious. And then it goes, you think it's somebody else, and you're like, oh, no, it is the original person. And then it's not, and you're like, oh, good job. <laughs> so I did enjoy it. All right. Um, Eric, where can people find more from you? You, you, you? Sorry. You have your last thing, and then where can people find more from you? Yes. So so a couple years ago, and I've talked about this on the show before, a couple years ago they did the official crossover comic between – Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yes. Which was phenomenal. Yes. And the way it ended, spoiler, is it very much set up like a sequel. Well, a couple weeks ago, I'm laying in bed, just browsing my phone before I go to sleep, and I see people in just random threads referencing, said like TMNT, MMPR2, and I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Not only did I know the actual sequel set of had come up but it had finished up a couple weeks ago so i was like what so all five of these the next five in this kind of like series sequel series whatever came out it's phenomenal it is awesome like it is so much fun and like i love the first the first set but the second one is fantastic i i mean i read the i read all five of the second set of issues in one morning um was actually during the coronation of King Charles. I distinctly remember that being on in the background, but it's it's fantastic. I highly recommend it. Uh, actually, I, and I'm glad this came up because I was actually like, I need to reach out and see if 
Zinger or Zinger and Ellie want to read it and do an, uh, an episode on it because it's really good. And without being too spoilery, this one ends absolutely setting up an, another uh, five issue probably arc. So um, it was a lot of fun, and it is like the it is truly the best merging of both Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. The second one brought in even more characters from both of those universes who either weren't present or weren't present very much uh, in the, in the first comic. So I'm very, very, very excited to see where they go with this, but uh, I, I have to gush about this second five issue set because it was not only did it surprise me not knowing it was coming out or that the whole thing was done, but it's just phenomenal. Great story. Loved it. Please read it. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Might have checked that out. Um, I mean, but I, yeah, so like, if you haven't read either either of them, there's ten issues right now. So awesome! All right, so oh, yeah, you can find me at Eric yeah. Berg and at Backlogberg. You can of course find Zignus every fine great podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, just check us out on there, and we'll be back next week with another nerdy episode. Bye. the show.